Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR, HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSR, HealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Get ready for Mind Shock with Dr. Ron Dalrymple, the premier podcast in the world bringing you hidden truths about your mind's incredible powers. Get ready to free your mind. Everybody, welcome to Mind Shock, Dr. Ron Dalrymple. The show will take you to the outer limits of your mind and to the inner limits, the true final frontier. Our theme for this show is Evolution of the Supermind. Now, as a lot of you know, I began working at NASA at 17 years old, way back in the early days of the space program, where we put people in space, which we called the final frontier. That was kind of the byword for it. But at 19 years old at NASA, I discovered that if the mind is an energy field that transcends the physical brain, the true final frontier is inner space, the exploration of the true powers of mind. So our mission is to take you to the true outer limits of inner space. Think about that, the outer limits of inner space. Our motto for this show is supermind, superbody, and super spirit. Today's chaotic world there's a revolution sweeping the globe about who we are and what we are doing here, a mind revolution that is changing everything, whole new theories of mind that turn old science on its head. Old science is three-dimensional and limited to the physical senses. That's been very important the last several hundred years. We made a lot of great discoveries with empirical science. It's also called that empirical experimentation, going back to Francis Bacon, his work in 1620. In any case, there's much more to it than that. Today we're developing new models of science that consider N dimensions as N approaches infinity. Today we have a great guest, Mr. Don Joseph Goey, who has edited a tremendous book written by Anthony DeMello called Stop Fixing Yourself. Don, how are you doing? Very good. Thank you, Ron. Well, it's great to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's our pleasure and our honor. I read the book, of course, enjoyed it very much. We often start off with asking you how... You came about to be at this point in your life where you've, and you've worked in spirituality for many decades. Maybe you can give our audience some, some background on yourself, how you got started, and how you arrived at the point where you became the editor for this really great book. Please tell us about that. Well, I came to work in the, in the spiritual sector. I came to it the hard way. I, I came uh, to it years ago when I experienced what, what you might call a perfect storm of stress. I'd lost an executive-level position at Stanford Medical School that I'd, you know, devoted a decade or more to climbing the clear ladder to reach. And then nine days, uh, well, two years into that, of uh, doing that job, I got fired. Uh, the oh. chairman and I didn't see eye on a number of things, and, and he had the power, and I got fired. And nine days after that, I got diagnosed with a brain tumor that... The doctors warned could really leave me seriously disabled, potentially unable to work. 
And I was married at the time. I had four kids. My marriage was in trouble. So suddenly, you know, my life was on its head, coming apart at the mm -hmm. seams. And it seemed that there really wasn't anything I could do to stop the catastrophe that was coming. And the, so I had to wait six weeks for the surgery. And a big change happened to me during that six weeks. And the first, you know, the first two weeks were just emotionally terrible. Um, I was a mess and a lot of pain physically, mentally. Every night I'd wake up at 3 in the morning, stare out the windows into in the window into the cold, dark night, terrified by what's, what was going to happen to my family. And then one night I reached this point where I seriously questioned which was worse, you know, the dire problems that the doctors predicted that might happen out there in the future or the abject fear that that was running in me, you know, every day, all day long for the last couple of weeks. And the answer was obvious. It was self-evident. The fear was worse because it was immediate. And the bone-chilling fear that I experienced, you know, I, I realized it was consuming me. It was depleting the strength I needed to get through it. So for the next half hour, I practiced a process that I had learned from a very saintly, wise person, um, but never really had put to use much, um, that really involved just being diligently aware of every fearful, painful thought I thought, and to be willing to feel it and observe those thoughts driving my emotional reactions, my upsets, and seeing them as in me, you know, not necessarily in reality. And to my amazement, what I began to see was that as I embraced that pain, it actually passed. It was illusion, and I experienced, you know, I experienced relief each and every time. Um, I processed my fearful thinking, my fearful emotional state in this way, and the more I practiced it, the calmer I became until at one point I was thoroughly at peace. You know, my mental state had shifted from relief to just really an expansive feeling of peace and confidence that really encouraged optimism. And this time I knew it was true because when I looked out the window, I didn't see the cold, dark night of oblivion. What I saw was the stillness of moonlight, you know, shining on the trees, made, made, uh, made the night look sacred. And so I began to make the decision right then and there to work at letting go of fear and stress in this way whenever it raised its ugly head. And as, you know, as I faced whatever I had to face that day, and um, I began to, <laughs> I've been doing it ever since. And, um, every time it delivers me to the present mo moment where peace is always available. And I discovered that being at peace was not that hard as I thought it was. You know, it, it's stress and anxiety that was hard. And it was peace that actually made everything easier. And it produced uh, an outcome that surprised everybody, including the doctors. Uh, I uh, came out of the surgery a complete success. I actually even got offered another job at Stanford University that, you know, somebody saw this guy with this great attitude. He wanted that attitude on his team, and he hired me. And I eventually left the university to start a whole new career, more more aligned with that change of heart that I had experienced. Uh, I directed the Center for Attitudinal Healing that pioneered a psychosocial spiritual approach to overcoming these kind of catastrophic life events, and that, that eventually led to the work with the DeMello Spirituality Center, where, where I am right now, working with a group of really wonderful, loving people. Hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really tremendous. What a journey you went through. Wow. You know, it, it's interesting that so many folks hit a life-altering situation which forces you 
look at what you've been doing in life before that in terms of thoughts, emotions, fixations, and, of course, attachments, which we'll talk more about presently. And then once you learn how to release that, let go of all that stuff and refocus, recenter, that what's there in the middle of it all is a state of mind, a state of grace, a state of beauty. Tell us more about that, please. Yeah, well, that place uh, is in in all of us. It, it truly right. is. Um, you know, um, this book, Stop uh, Fixing Yourself, it's really about waking up. Um, it's waking up to the understanding that we're born naturally happy, but we lo- we've lost contact with it somewhere along right. the line. In fact, uh, we're happy right here, right now, but we don't realize it. Happiness isn't something we acquire because you have it already. Um, you know, we're all, we often think happiness is, you know, what we call happiness is, is really turns out to be nothing but a momentary respite from negative emotions, from stress, not the lasting happiness that doesn't require a, a reason. You know, we're born free, uh, but right. we get trapped in limited thinking. We're born with this beautiful, open human heart that stress and fear, our, our stress and fear so, so easily closes. And we're born gifted beings of immeasurable worth, but often, you know, people don't feel good enough. Um, there's this divinity of joy within us, and I think that's what was happening for me back during that time when I had the brain tumor. I was beginning to discover this divinity of joy within me, surrounding me, within all of us, surrounding all of us. It's there to make our life meaningful and beautiful and rich in the way you were just talking about. Um, but our our awareness of love's presence is blocked, and as a result, the world we often see is a threatening world when, you know, there's no real threat present. I actually did a study, found that 85% of what people worry about actually never happens. And it's as if we're all hypnotized to see what is not there and not see, miss what is there right before our eyes. And so, in other words, what DeMello is about and what this message is about is that we're asleep and we need to wake up. Mm-hmm. I think it's really true that most folks are hypnotized. You get hypnotized by negative teachings from other people, by being treated in a very negative or abusive way or neglectful way. The parents, of course, don't mean to. They just at times are perhaps too critical or too perfectionistic or treat in some way to believe certain things, to adopt certain belief systems which are themselves largely delusional, but it's the accepted Beliefs at times, no matter which society you're brought up in, there are certain types of modal thoughts and beliefs, and it varies by the by the country you're in around the world. You go to different countries, have the opportunity to travel a lot. In every place around the world, there are certain belief systems which they think are reality, but are perhaps partially real, but also partially delusional. And they often incorporate, like you just said, negative thoughts, and emotions fixated upon, which become unconscious. So it's beneath the level of consciousness. They drive our behavior, drive our thoughts, they drive our feelings. We're definitely hypnotized, and the media, of course, reinforces that. So we're hypnotized yeah, to be unhappy. So if the yeah, but... deconstructs all of that exactly in the way that you're right. talking about. That's what the book is really about, how society stamps into us the belief, yeah. for example, that happiness is not in you, but it's an outcome you pursue in the world and that you have to try to earn. It's the belief mm-hmm. that if you know you work long and hard enough, material success is going to come, and then happiness will follow. And it doesn't take long to see how this belief produces 
unrelenting stress and pressure to make it in the world, constantly, you know, placing you at the mercy of people and events and circumstances that you often don't control. It's a pathetic existence, really. And as a result, you know, we're all easily pulled into the fear of failure when the world frustrates our attempts, uh, you know, to make things happen our way. And eventually that stress and worry bottoms in despair, you know, when we finally see that society's prescription for happiness is really a prescription for unhappiness. You know, we're, we're programmed right. to upset ourselves. And, and even if you've succeeded in worldly terms, which is a wonderful thing to do, but when you've, even when you've accomplished that, all too often it turns out to be success without failure. Life coaches make a living off of that, you know. And waking up is a realization that contrary to what society has taught us, nothing but absolutely nothing of this world can make us happy. It comes from within or it doesn't come. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. success, of course, is an external affair. It's worldly. It's important, of course. But it's not fulfillment. Fulfillment's an internal affair. It's spiritual. It's finding your way to the present moment where our natural state of unconditional peace, unconditional happiness, freedom is always available. If you can make your way to the present moment, letting go of the past and future, and, you know, fulfillment springs from a simple attitude of gratitude, focusing on, on what we have right now instead of what we don't have. That, that, that simple step can turn a whole day around, can turn a whole life around. And that's what, that's right. in this book, Gamela's deconstructing for us, how we got programmed into blocking our own given nature. Mm-hmm. I think it's really true. Very, very powerful points. In fact, I wrote a book years ago called Defeating, which is a fictional book that's based upon how, how world governments are structured and so forth, and educational systems and the media. And one could argue that part of the belief system we're induced to think about or not think about not realize that the idea behind it is that the perfect slave thinks that he or she is free. So in part, we're induced to incorporate this surf-type mentality to shut up, go to work, work hard, produce, produce, produce. You're on the assembly line, do what you're told to do. You know, you can talk to the educational system, teachers, that and so forth. You're taught to be super productive, work super hard, work yourself to death, but you're exactly right and develop exactly right. We must stop understanding that happiness is already inside us. Once you focus on those higher concepts and realize that we are spiritual beings, we don't have to achieve anything except to let go, release. And tell us more about that. Well, yeah, it's beautiful. The way you stated it is beautifully stated, you know. So, Debella said that, uh, yeah, so the question then, of course, comes up how do you get deprogrammed from what's right. been stamped into you? Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know when science is, is looking to find what is the nature of a human being, they look to children. And you know, look at children. They're naturally happy until society contaminates them, stamps it out of them. And so the question is, how do you get the program? And DeMello uh, said that, you know, people ask him all, all the time, what do, you, what do I need to do to change myself? What do I need to do to fix myself? And he has a big surprise for all of us. He says, you don't have to do anything. The problem with most people is that they're really trying to fix things in themselves that they really don't understand. It's sort of like, you know, you go in with this mind that's a mess into this mess that's, that's the programming, and all you really do is make more of a mess of it. Demela says that, um, that it's, just, it's enough for you to simply be watchful. It's enough for you to simply be awake. And he has a simple process of awareness that 
um, in which you walk through, the, you walk yourself through this process as you, as you, and particularly when you're, you're confronted with your own uh, negativity, and out of that process, uh, what's false and neurotic within you will, will drop of its own weight. In a few short weeks, you know, the quality of people's lives change. They're responding to life differently. I, you know, I've seen it in the people that I've worked with, and you're much more alive. Your, your eyes reopen to the truth about yourself and the truth that everyone is searching for, namely that fountainhead of peace and joy that we're talking about here that hides in every human heart. heart. So the first thing in this process of awareness that DeMello suggests that's really not a, not something that you do as much as a way you, a way of being with the negativity that's running in you. The first thing you need to do is to get in touch with that those negative feelings that are usually outside of your your awareness. You know, feelings such as feeling nervous, tense, stressed, or gloomy, feeling shame, um, not feeling good enough, maybe even feeling to the feeling that to the point of self hatred. You feel that life is pointless, all of that kind of thing. And then second step is to understand, and this is so important, that the feeling is in you. It's not in reality necessarily, and that's such a self-evident thing, but people don't often get it. And to understand that it's in you because it was programmed into you by a society that has a set of principles that are all wrong. And then the third step, that he suggested, don't identify with those negative feelings. Those are not you. Don't judge them. Don't judge yourself for having them. Just step back, you know, what the Zen Buddhists call taking one step back and almost looking at your reactivity as if you're looking at another person. And don't identify with it. And one way you, you work with not identifying is you don't uh, define yourself as I, uh, I am afraid, I am depressed. That's identifying with an emotion. If you want to say, you know, depression is there, fear is there right now, that's fine. Um, but to say that, you know, I am fearful, that's your illusion. That's what's been programmed into you. That's the mistake. And um, in no way does that feeling uh, uh, affect your essential self that you and I have been talking about here in the program. Um, you know, it's like it, when you throw black paint in the air. The air remains uncontaminated. It doesn't turn black any more than that the beauty and the, the, the expansiveness of your being is changed by you having some simple negative thought. And then the last step in it is just to watch as you, as you embrace and instead of repress or, or, or react to your own negativity, your own reactivity, as you sit with it, allow it, not analyze it, not try to fix it, it passes. You know, you learn what the, all the Buddhists teach. Everything passes. And now you're free. That place you step back from is now this space in which you're free. You're finding freedom there. You can be in the present moment. And this loving, peaceful, happy nature of yours will emerge all by itself. Mm -hmm. I think it's really powerful. It's often called you know, to let go and let God. And let, let that power flow through you. The key is break off those fixations, which you often form from past experiences or in terms of the future, we have negative expectations of the future, so we fixate upon those. We think those are reality because we put very powerful thought and emotion into it. We hold them in place. We run these subroutines and do a lot of self-talk, which we run around and around and around over and over and over, repeating the delusions that we've created from the outside world and suppressed material and so forth. 
but you're exactly right. We're creating that. We're creating these worlds of delusion or false beliefs that we live in, but they're very simple techniques, and the does a great job explaining that, how to let go of that and get in touch with who we really are within. How do you see that? That Well, I see it exactly the way you stated it. You, sta- you stated it aptly. You know, the, you, Victor Frankl said the lack of human freedom is to choose one's uh, attitude, to choose one's own way. And once you have gone through that process of awareness in which you, you're allowing yourself to see the reactivity that's going on in you in a rather automatic way that's shaping your attitude in a negative way, that's uh, putting you in conflict within yourself and, and as you face the world, as you begin to see that and you watch it dissolve, now you're free to choose your own attitude. And then what you begin to discover out of that is that the power of attitude um, not only puts you in touch with, with a much better reality, it gives you the power to shape your reality. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If we have the power within us, once you make contact with those higher thoughts and realizations, we're not controlled by the outside world. We're not controlled by the old programming or by other people or by various delusions from work, friends, family, whatever, unless we allow ourselves to be. But we must take responsibility and take that next big step to break free from those delusions, that false thinking, and move into a totally different direction, move to that center, that centroid, as it were, of where we really are, who we really are. So today, folks, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Today we have a great guest, Don Joseph Goey, who's the editor of a fascinating book by Anthony DeMello called Stop Fixing Yourself. It's been around for many decades. We're going to talk more about that in future segments with Don about how this has been a huge, huge bestseller for many, many years for a certain reason. It's a bestseller because it's very powerful and it's very simple to understand and to employ the approaches he talks about. Not really, I don't call them techniques, they aren't techniques. They're simply attitudinal shifts and awareness and realizations to help us get back in touch with who we really are. So folks, we'll be back in a few minutes on Mind Shock. I can run down with Don Goey. Be right back, folks. Hang in there. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. ASMC, the premier German company that supplies everything for adventure, from outdoor clothes to outdoor gear, even backpacks. Lots of quality and lots of specials. To start your adventure, go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ASMC. Paradise Found 2015 is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throw in a sexy spy story, a conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA, and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. 
Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Remember, positive impacts. www.healthylife.net Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We've got a great guest, Don Joseph Goey. She has a fascinating book by Anthony DeMello called Stop Fixing Yourself. Really a fascinating study. Don, how are you doing? Welcome back. Thank you. Great, great. I wanted to pick it up on this segment with talking about attachments. Of course, the book makes a lot of points about that and many other metaphysical approaches and psychological approaches talk about the power of attachments, both negative thoughts and emotions or the process of letting go of those and what we discover within. Please tell us more about that. Well, DeMillo defines an attachment in an interesting way. Uh, he says an attachment is an emotional state of clinging that's caused by your belief that without something or some person or some result, you cannot be happy. So at some point today, you know, I invite your listeners to take out a blank piece of paper and at the top of that piece of paper to write the phrase, I cannot be happy unless or until. So what I commonly hear people say, for example, is uh, I cannot be happy unless my boss appreciates me, or I cannot be happy until I'm out of debt, or I cannot be happy until the pandemic is over, or even I cannot be happy until I'm not depressed anymore. And that, um, that almost seems like an oxymoron. Well, how can you be happy if you're depressed? Well, uh any, you know, when people write those down, anything that's true for them, then I invite them to look back over that list and consider that these thoughts, these beliefs, are blocking this natural state of happiness. It's, not, it's blocking their natural state of peace and freedom. So I tell them to spend some time seeing each thing that they're clinging to for what it really is, which is a nightmare in the making. It's, uh, you know, it'll cause some excitement and pleasure on the one hand if, if, you, if you get what it is you're attached to. But on the other hand, it brings with it worry and insecurity, uh, uh, tension, anxiety, fear, and unhappiness. On the other hand, if, if you lose it, you know, one of the things that DeMello talks about, he gives us a metaphor for attachment, is that um, he talks about uh, somebody in a concentration camp who's gobbling their food and with one hand he brings the food to his mouth the prisoner brings the food to his mouth and with the other hand he protects it from his neighbor you know who's afraid he's going to grab it from from his mouth the moment he lowers his guard you know it's kind of the perfect image of an attached person 
you know, the positive element of an attachment is the flash of pleasure and excitement and the thrill that you experience when you get what you want. The negative element is the sense of threat and tension that always accompanies it. Um, so the point that DeMello is making is that you have everything you need to be happy at any moment. Right here, right now, in this present moment, if you drop your, drop your thoughts about what you don't have, you know, in other words, your, the attachments you're pursuing, and you show up here in the present moment, what you will experience is that the happiness is here waiting for you. It's here for the taking. It's not something you need to pursue. It's not something you have to acquire. You can't, and why? Because you have it already. You can't acquire what you have already. And that's the, that's the enormous shift that he's inviting us to make in our lives. I think it's really true. It's really well said. Well put. Through the years, I've been doing the therapy of folks for over 40 years. I shouldn't admit that, but it's been a long time. I've seen yeah. tens of thousands of people. And some of the folks, of course, are quite wealthy. It always amazed me how some of the most unhappy people on earth are people who have materially all kinds of wealth, houses, cars, boats, whatever. They also have debt, fears, anxieties. And like you said, like Anthony said, there's a positive and negative aspect to any form of attachment. We're attached to material goods, for example, there's a sense of pleasure. Maybe when you first acquire it, that quickly goes away. Maybe your neighbors admire you for a moment or some guy at a gas station likes your new car and you feel great for a moment, but then it goes away. Then after that, there's a fear of loss, the negativity, fear of loss, fear of whatever, or a resentment about paying the massive debt upon the car you're paying if you're paying one, or a huge debt upon a house, whatever. There's always positive and negative attached to it because these are aspects of the physical world, and these are attachments to material things which have a vibrational shift in them which go from positive to negative, but keep us enslaved to them, and that's really the curse there is you become enslaved to what you're attached to. So tell us more about that, that issue of enslavement. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's an enslavement to a false belief. It's an enslavement to the belief that you can't be happy without this thing that you're attached to, that you consider so precious. Well, that's false. It's not a single moment in your life when you don't have everything you need to be happy. You know, I invite people to think about that when I say that. Think about that for a minute, that the reason you are unhappy, that you're unfulfilled, is that you're focusing on what you don't have rather than what you have right now. And, you know, that turns into a, to attachments turn into another false belief, which is happiness is in the future. And it's not true. As I said, right here, right now, you are happy, even if you don't know it. Um, and, uh, you know, that false belief, it distorts your perception uh, completely. And you get caught up in the kinds of things you were just talking about, in the fears and the anxieties, depressions, guilt, conflicts. Um, if you see through this illusion, you'd realize that you, you are happy and you didn't know it. You know, most people don't realize how unhappy they've been until they have one of those out-of-the-blue moments of joy. Then they realize how unhappy and stressful their lives have been up until that point. And like you say, I've, I have, too, coached people who have all the material wealth anybody could possibly want and haven't, and haven't felt happiness or peace in so long, they're not even sure it exists. They think it might be, you know, just something that some spiritual teacher made up. Another false belief that comes out of attachment is that happiness will come if you manage to change the situation you're in and the people around you. Well, it's, it's not true. You know, you stupidly squander so much energy. We all do. 
trying to rearrange the world, and if changing the world is, is our vocation, then fine, you know, go ahead and do it. But don't harbor the illusion that it's going to make you happy. What makes you happy or unhappy is not the world and the people around you, but the thinking in your head, your attitude. Might as well, you know, DeMello uh, once said, might as well search for an eagle's nest on the bed of an ocean as to search for happiness in the world outside, outside of yourself. Um, if it's happiness you seek, you can stop wasting your energy trying to cure your baldness or, you know, making yourself more attractive or changing your residence or your job or your bank account. Or, you know, do you realize that you could change every one of these things? Everybody knows that that they could change every one of those things and uh, become the most charming personality, have the best clothes, the best surroundings, and still be unhappy. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. You can have everything. You can have vast wealth. You can, like I said, you can have everything like you mentioned, Anthony mentioned. You have everything. I do know one person in my life, a really brilliant musician, he's a musical composer who at 25 years old became a millionaire doing the songs for some very famous musicians. I won't mention who it is uh, to keep his privacy. He kind of stays behind the scenes. But he was manifesting millions of bucks, but you never know it. He's just a regular down-to-earth guy, very relaxed, because he's already focused, he's already centered, he's already here in the moment. He's not trapped in past fixations. He's not trapped in future delusions or desires. He's simply focused right here, right now. He simply lets the music flow through him because he's in contact with his higher forces already because he got there by deep concentration on music. There are various things we can do, like music, mathematics, whatever, physics, which help us shift into a higher state of consciousness where we receive those energies, those vibrations just naturally. Folks, Dr. Ron Darrymple here today on Mind Shock with Don Joseph Goey, talking about a fascinating book called Stop Fixing Yourself by Anthony DeMello, which Don had the pleasure, I'm sure, of editing. But brilliant points in this book, and folks, we're going to be back here in a few moments with Don, talk more about this great book. So hang in there, stick with us. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. Be right back. Here's a fun, stimulating program that can teach you how to develop your own powers of creation. It uses a three-part mind, stimulating approach to get you to develop your own creative thinking. It will help you create a powerful self-image and helps you see how you can take creative action. You'll develop your thinking power and your skills, and you can do this in eight days. Get Dr. Ron Dalrymple's book, Eight Days to Creative Power, on Amazon.com. Overcome your problems with this step-by-step -step guide. So get Eight Days to Creative Power on Amazon.com. Get high-quality glasses, sunglasses, and prescription lenses at eyeglasses.com. Choose from over 250,000 items and 400 brands. Already have frames? Get replacement lenses. It's easy. Go to our advertiser page and click eyeglasses.com. A complete mind development course, The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, helps you develop your concentration, memory, imagination, and more, all to help you program your mind towards success. But it's not a boring read. You are taken on a journey with a young man who is trying to start his own business and immerses himself into a journey of self-discovery. A powerful book that you can read again and again. Get The Inner Manager by Dr. Ron Dalrymple at Amazon.com. The Inner Manager at Amazon.com. Reach your health and fitness goals. Whether you want to lose weight, learn to dance, build muscle, or just live healthy, 
Beachbody gives you unlimited access to the nation's most popular fitness and weight loss solutions. Visit our advertiser page and click on Beachbody now. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. Well, folks, welcome back. Dr. Ryan Dalrymple on Mind Shock with Don Joseph Goey, who wrote a or edited, rather, a fascinating book written by Anthony DeMello called Stop Fixing Yourself. Don, how you doing? Doing good. Great, great. Welcome back. I want to talk in a segment, if we could, about once we let go of those attachments, we let go of all those fixations. You mentioned, of course, Anthony mentions, a lot of folks do in this, in this work, that we return to kind of a center or a centroid, a central, central focus point, where we can then access powerful divine love, but also we can access higher thoughts because I think people like Tesla and Mozart, the musician I mentioned, certain people can focus on these deep, deep, powerful states of mind and revelation because they come to that center. Please tell us how you see that. Well, I think uh, I think it, it picks up where where we began. Actually, is that it's a, it's a, a process of waking up to the presence of love that's in us and surrounds us. Um, you know, we like to feel peaceful. We, we, we want to be happy. Studies show that most people, it's, it's what most people want most for themselves and it's what they want most for their children. Um, so that it's, it's really a question of, you know, uh, a shift in the way in which you actually relate to yourself and see yourself. As a, not as a body, not a, not not as a personality, um, in, in which you take everything personally and you make yourself the center stage on everything, but as a loving spirit that's here to be of service to one another, uh, that is um, that that isn't disconnected from life itself, that isn't disconnected from God or the universe or or however you perceive what that which is greater than yourself. It's the love that connects you not only to all that is, it connects you to your fellow man and woman. Um, that's, what, that's what we all want to open up to. And when we do open up to that, um, life becomes beautiful. Life becomes meaningful. Everything that we do, you know, the person that you were describing, the musician who's uh, in love with his work, in, in love with what he brings to the world, the music that he brings to the world. And he's, you know, he's greatly rewarded for it financially. But what's, but, and, and what's the wonderful thing about his life, his, his loving heart, is that that open heart, that giving heart of his, allows him to enjoy his wealth even more. Um, without that, when you're disconnected in the ways that we've been talking about, you don't enjoy anything. You know, your, your wealth is just, you know, it's something mechanical that you're, that you're managing. Um, and, and that's the most important part of all, is 
mm-hmm. what what opens up inside of us, and it kind of, you know the the reason that Demelis says stop fixing yourself is about something that you've been talking about a few times in the, in the program today, is that is grace. As you open up in this way, grace comes in to fill your cup up. Um, and grace, grace is simply means that divine energy, that divine love coming into your life to, to, cha- to, make, to change you. It's like re- awareness uses reality, releases reality to change you. Well, what it's releasing is love. And that's grace. And that's why you don't have to fix yourself. Grace, grace will take care of the problem. Grace will free you. Exactly. That's really well said. I think once we get in touch with those negative emotions, like you said, and just let, experience them, let them pass through, don't fixate upon them, don't hold them in place with false beliefs, don't identify with say, hey, that's me, I'm miserable, I'm unhappy, I'm whatever. We're stuck in this cloud, this negative cloud of consciousness becomes more and more dark, and then we see, as Shakespeare said, we see the world through a glass darkly. It's yeah. seen through this huge constellation of delusions that we've created, but which we think are reality. So through the self-fulfilling prophecy, we project to the outside world these delusions, which will then reflect back to us, reinforce that belief, oh, yes, that is reality, that's where I am. How many folks, as I say, oh, it's just my luck, oh, it always happens to me, nothing ever works out. Well, they're creating, of course, their own negative reality because they've been taught to or they learned to in childhood or at some point. They simply haven't learned yet how to break free of that. It's really powerful just to let go of this, just let divine grace of the higher power flow into you, which helps evaporate and dissolve all that junk, return to who you really are at that central point. You're, you are not just in contact with, but you are very much part of that divine being. Please tell us how you see that. Well, I, I like what you said, you know, in terms of... Um uh, all of us have spent some some part of our time thinking that everything happens to me, and as you begin to go through the shift that you were just talking about, that changes to everything happens for me, and that's what grace is all about, and that's that's a that's a miraculous shift that happens to a human being. That's what happened to me with my brain tumor. You know, for the first couple of weeks, um, I thought that my life was cursed. And if it hadn't been for that brain tumor, um, a big part of my awakening, my awakening to, to a much better, much more positive, happier life, a life of service, never would have happened. Um, and, and, you know, I was stubborn. I needed something dramatic like a brain tumor to wake me up. And uh, fortunately, I, I, had some, I had enough support to get through it and get to the other side, to cross, to cross the river. Uh, you cross the river... It's a whole new life. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new you. It's what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. I think it's really well said. I like, I like that comment. It's not that everything happens to me, which is a negative state of mind based upon self-pity. We see self-pity as a central point of many, many psychological disorders. But instead, you learn how to think everything happens for me. Things that might seem negative at first actually have a very, very powerful, positive teaching element to it to show us what we're doing to ourselves. Because we are self-creative, we're creating these delusions ourselves. The world then tells us, slaps us back, saying, hey, wake up, look what you're doing. Well, it's a mirror of what we're projecting. It's a mirror of self. Like one of our books talks about that, a book called The Inner Manager. There's a mirror of self and a prism of self. We create by projecting to the world outside at various frequency ranges. It bounces back to us to teach us great lessons. We must learn this is all 
for our development, for our consciousness development. Once we learn we're creating it, we can also uncreate it, let go of it, turn that state of grace within. We're in contact with, we become much more that higher being. That's who we truly are. Each one of us is part of that higher being. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, 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 I feel great when I feel that way. That is for sure. And, uh, and the place in which I find myself feeling that way, feeling part of all that is, is in the present moment. I don't find it in the past. I don't find it in the future. I find it right here, right now. I don't find it at all. And so that's the meeting place. That's a, the present moment here and now, and a little peace and quiet, little silence, is the meeting place where we meet up with God. We meet up with all that is. And, you know, in terms of making the shift, um, it is enough to simply be aware. You can't change. You, you can't work with um, what you're not aware of. But by simply bringing those negative patterns that were programmed into you that are not your fault. You know, the insidious thing about the programming is not only it gives you a set of false beliefs that, that lead to unhappiness, that program you basically to be upset with your life all the time, um, that, that as, as you use awareness to bring those into, in, into, into awareness, to, to embrace them instead of repress them, they, they drop. That's how, that's how you release them. Um, that's all you have to do. And, of course, the, the first step in becoming aware is being willing. You know, most it's, it's not a lot of fun to feel, to embrace your fear. It's not a lot of fun to embrace your depression when it comes up or the stress that's been running you all day long, all life long. Uh, it isn't. You know, you want to push it away. And so there has to be initially a willingness to come into relationship with the way that those things are, are working you into the ground. But as you do that, and as you begin to notice that they are not you, that they pass, and that as they pass, they open up to this much more expanded free space, those things that used to haunt you, those negativities that used to haunt you, actually turn into your friend, like they're tapping you on the shoulder and say, hey, you know, you're about to head down that dark alley again. Let's, bring, let's process this. Let's embrace this. Let's get beyond it. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Great insights. So today, folks, we're on the air with Don Joseph Goey, who's edited a tremendous book by Anthony DeMello called Stop Fixing Yourself. Don, please tell our audience where they can find you and find a book and learn more about where they can contact you for seminars or for podcasts, wherever you guys are into. Please go ahead. They can, they can find, uh, find us at the official site for Anthony DeMello. It's the DeMelloCenter.com. Again, DeMelloCenter.com. And they can find Stop Fixing Yourself uh, at Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, I highly recommend this book, folks. You should really go out and get this book and read this or download it on Kindle. It is a fascinating read. It's well put, right to the point. makes a lot of profound points in a very simple way. And that tells you that there's profundity coming through. Things are very powerful and deep and profound, which are put simply gets to deeper level truths. Don, thanks for being on our show today. Really enjoyed it. Great talking to you. Thank you for having me. All right, thank you, folks. Please check out Don Joseph Go in, in the book. Okay, folks, we'll be back in a, a couple of minutes. We're going to take a break here. We'll be back for our final segment, Dr. Ron on Mind Shop. Hang with us.
Paradise Found, 2015, is a film that sparks of intrigue about the discovery of quantum field psychology. Throwing a sexy spy story of conflict between father and son against the backdrop of NASA and interspersed with World War II flashback combat scenes, and you'll be surprised to discover the foundation of a whole new theory of mind. Rent or buy Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com and prepare for the explosive conclusion. That's Paradise Lost 2015 at Amazon.com. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. Do you ever wonder how the mind works? The Endless Question, a film by Dr. Ron Dalrymple, shows you a new theory of mind, one that bridges the road between spirituality and science while revealing to you the laws of creativity, things that can open up your mind to limitless possibilities. It is literally a theory that changes everything, and once you know it, you can apply it to your own life. View The Endless Question for free on Amazon Prime. The Endless Question on Amazon Prime. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on rock.com now. Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, is an astounding book on the new theory of mind. It is the first unified field theory that incorporates the influence of the mind and emotion on physical reality, the universe, and even other minds. It actually integrates all modern psychology with quantum physics, mathematics, Western, and Eastern spiritual beliefs. It's the true bridge between science and spirituality. Get your copy of Quantum Field Psychology, second edition, by Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Amazon.com. Radio your way. HealthyLife.net. Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. We spoke to Don Joseph Goey, who edited a tremendous book by Anthony DeMello, a really famous metaphysician, an expert in this area, called Stop Fixing Yourself. One of the most powerful points about this book is to let go of attachments, let go of our fixations. We talk about, in our book, Quantum Field Psychology, and also in our film, The Endless Question, that one big problem we face in this world is we get stuck on various fixations in mind, which we think are reality, just simply things that we created. Now, a lot of authors are talking about this, so we tend to create what we believe. So that seeing is believing, but it's believing is seeing. We believe something to be true, we project to the outside world, and we see it reflected back to us. These are based upon negative emotions, which are fixated within us, which we identify with and think are real. We think that is me. So I am no good. I am guilty. I am depressed. I am anxious. Whatever. We create it ourselves and make it manifest over and over again. And it runs through our minds endlessly in terms of self-talk. We keep repeating to ourselves this internal dialogue, which was spoken about in Carl's Castaneda series written by Carl's, I'm sorry, Carl's Castaneda wrote a series about Don Juan, the teachings of Don Juan, the all kinds of sequels to it, fascinating work. And one of the biggest things that Don Juan taught him early on was to turn off the internal dialogue. Now, Don Goey's talking about the same thing, and Timel taught the same thing. Let go of the internal dialogue. Turn to the silence within. Turn off all those fixations, all those delusions. Turn to the silence where you stop talking to yourself. 
And don't try to think about anything, but just listen to the deep, still, small voice within. Because very often a much higher voice will speak to us, but it comes through very softly. We also get profound intuitions at that level. We talked to some of our theoretical physicists on the, on the program about that very idea that at the very center of the mind, there's a much higher frequency input. We get profound ideas. This is backed up by empirical science. Now, some of these physical physician types, or, I'm sorry, physicists weren't quite sure what to call it. We refer to it, of course, as consciousness or divine contact. They wouldn't call it that because of their more focal point upon the physical world analysis and empirical approaches, and that's really what the world is. But many of them do suspect there is something higher going on. In any case, we talked before that people like Mozart and Tesla and others who go into a deep state of reverie or concentration, or as a musician I referred to earlier, we can then access those higher levels which come down to us, which download into the conscious mind profound insights. We let go of all the junk in the past, stop being unhappy by the stuff we create, and just by returning to that center point, we can then access much higher states of relaxation, peace, calm, and creativity. Now, in the story about the Garden of Eden, what was that about? We had two people, Adam and Eve, living in this Garden of Eden, which really meant a state of divine consciousness, where anything they wanted, they focused upon something they wanted, it would just manifest because they were in contact with a higher power. They weren't fixated upon negative thoughts. They weren't depressed, anxious, fearful. They had no reason to be. They hadn't been taught those delusions. They just made things manifest easily. Everything came to them. But then, once they started to choose between good and evil or identifying positive and negative through experiences, they became attached to those experiences, identified with them, and started to create themselves all kinds of chaos. So they fell out of the Garden of Eden, out of the higher state of frequency, to a much lower state, began to create negativity in their lives. And you can argue that the world ever since has been in chaos because folks are still stuck in those lower states of fixations and creating tribal-type thinking, fighting other people like enemies when they're not, and so forth. Another great story, we make the prodigal son, is very similar in concept. It talks about how this person leaves the father, or the higher state of consciousness, that means, goes down to a world of riotous living, of revelry, of drinking, partying, whatever, runs out of all his money, wakes up one day in a hog pen, is starving, so he chews upon this half-eaten corn cob with these hogs all around him. That's a very dangerous place to be in a hog pen. Anyway, he's soon on this corn cob, and he has his epiphany. He says, what am I doing? Well, I had it all. I had everything. I, I was in the palace. You know, I was the son of the father where everything was manifest. Everything came to me. Now, here I am by my own self-creation in this mess, a hog pen. So he returns to the father. The father greets him with open arms, but his brother, which symbolizes the ego, did not greet him back with open arms. He says, why is he greeted back and giving everything? Like, I've been here a whole time doing what's right. Well, I says, no. Once you return... So that state of consciousness, all things are added unto you because then you're back in contact and all those things flow through you. We talked before about the perfect slave thinks that he or she is free. Think about that. The perfect slave thinks they are free because they've been trained, they've been programmed to think in terms of servitude, to think in terms of how can I be the best slave to serve my master. That's really what much of the programming of school and education and the things we're taught to believe on are based upon how do we serve our master for the best result. Well, the thing is we have within us already much higher powers and gifts than we've ever imagined, and the rookies return to those powers and gifts to turn those on. To return to the I am concept within, we're in a much greater state of divine contact. So that's where a state of grace returns to you, so I think in terms of not everything bad happens to me, but rather all things happen for me to teach me great lessons. 
So folks today we're finding, of course, great correlations between Nancy Mello's book and what we talk about in quantum field psychology. Remember books are on Amazon, which I'm sure talk about in these commercials and whatnot. There are four books on Amazon. A new one's coming out soon about mind games. It's called Taming the Menagerie, Mind Games People Play, which gets into a lot of the delusions we create in the world and all the complexity it engenders. Remember a film also, The Endless Question is Free on Amazon Prime. It's also on Apple and some other platforms, so check that out. It's about quantum field psychology and about all these concepts that all ties together, how there's a scientific theory that ties together science and spirituality, probably hope in a more simple way, because the book's kind of complicated, quantum field psych. The film tries to make it easier. talks about how it's a theory of everything. It links together spiritual concepts and physical world concepts, Eastern and Western philosophies, bring it all together into a new paradigm which we hope can help folks all over the world to understand we're all connected to each other and to a higher power. We really are all one. So tribal wars need to end. Depression needs to end. We can change the world totally, folks. We have to work together doing it. And understanding these higher concepts can help us get us there. So, folks, thanks for having us today in your, in your life and your world. We hope you're enjoying these episodes. We have a lot more coming. A lot of great guests coming in the future. So check us out. Check out Healthy, Healthy Life Net. They're a great network out of Manhattan Beach. Well, that's it's coming up, folks. So, again, stay tuned. Next time, Dr. Ron Dalrymple on Mind Shock. See you then. God bless.